0: morning everybody Marcia Cook and we have a great show today we have Delta James and she's it's so much fun to have on so I you know um, I met her I I feel like I've known her for years but I haven't she's been on several times she's very I think she's so helpful to new authors existing authors you know very seasoned authors because she has a great message and she's very energetic so I'm going to let her come on just talk about herself a little and uh, I learned from her a lot over the last, I think, I don't know, she's been on about three, three times, but I've learned from her, and she's really great out there talking to people. So, and oh, oh, the other thing is, okay, hi, Delta. I don't see you on your, are you doing your live chat? Um,
1: no, I wasn't. Should I be? Okay.
0: I, have, I, I haven't seen you. No, but when you do Facebook, I've seen you on Facebook. Oh, yes, I'll be do doing, doing that tonight.
1: I'll do a live read. Oh, you are?
0: Okay, talk about that, too. Okay, I just, because I haven't seen you do that for a while. Okay, so Delta's going to talk about herself, and uh, this is, she's a remarkable 100th book, and she has not been writing 20 years, so this is really good. Okay, there you go.
1: (laughs) Um, Just so you know, I will be doing a live reading from my 100th book, uh, which comes out tomorrow, but I will be doing a live reading tonight in Delta's Wayward Pack on Facebook. Um, and you, you have to be a member, but uh, I keep a pretty sharp eye on that, and so people normally haven't even requested for a couple of hours before I get them approved. And especially on live read nights, I stay on top of it all day. So if you want to participate, do. I do a live read, not real long, but then everybody comes in and um, sends in, sends in um, questions on the, the chat feature, and I answer the question, so we end up talking, and it usually, the read itself is probably ten minutes long, the the whole thing is usually an hour, an hour and a half, because we get to talking about all kinds of things. Um, I've always been one, you can ask me anything you want, uh, and I won't take offense, if I don't want to answer
0: it. Yeah, me, That's me, right, me, right, 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 yeah, right, I mean, you know, I, but I haven't seen it, I haven't, I seen, it. See I haven't it seen, seen it out there, I haven't seen it out there that's why you know what and i'll talk about that later because facebook you know i'm not seeing some people don't see a lot of things so i go ahead finish i just wanted to add that because sometimes you got to keep checking
1: it it is the third it's the third thursday of every month at eight o'clock okay so um okay and then occasionally i'll get i'll get one of my narrators to to do a reading from one of the audio books um but it's a very laid-back group there's not a lot of drama. Because um, I don't like that. I want it to be a safe place for people. Um, there's a lot of authors that come on, um, and just we just sit, we're just people who enjoy books, and 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 feel free to talk about them. Um, I it's often,
0: like a fireside uh, chat. It's like a fireside chat. Yeah, because you're just sitting there yeah, relax. It, it's
1: very laid back. It's formal. It's not you know fancy schmancy. Um, but right. one of the things I do that I think. Um, sort of throws people is I really open it up and as I'm going through my feed on Facebook you know you come across these memes that have inspirational things and if they strike me even if they don't apply to me but if they strike me I just put them up and one of the things I've heard from the members of my group is they like it because it's not all sell 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 all day you know yes I need to sell books but that's that's not what that group is really for it's more for um, people who like my books to be with other people who like my books, and to be able to have access to me easily and talk to me. So we do that. Um, The book that comes out tomorrow is my 100th book, which is sort of mind-boggling. I didn't really sort of – I get so focused on getting the next book done and doing the next thing that I sometimes don't realize things. And my PA, Renee Brooks, said to me, you do realize we're going to hit 100 books. Next year, and I went.
0: Yeah,
1: we are. She's like, uh, uh, Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. And so she
1: goes, and that's if we don't count co writes and novellas. Yeah, but... Late spring, we're going to hit 100 wow. books. And so we decided wow. we wanted to do something special for that. And we've been counting down from a, from the first book to the hundredth. Um, each day, I post um, in my group, in a couple of other groups, and in um, and on my author page, and on my Patreon. So that people get to see it, and it's been a lot of fun going through and finding quotes and figuring out things we want to talk about in different books and seeing people's reactions to them. And, um, so that's been very rewarding. When I, when we knew we were going to do a hundredth book, I wanted it to be special. And I was going to say different, but it's not really different. I mean, it's, 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 I think classically me, it's a romantic suspense. Um, it is not paranormal, um, but it's a romantic suspense. And um, I'm doing a duet. So there is a cliffhanger at the end of the first book. Um, but you know, with me, you don't have to wait six months or a year before the next book comes out. The next book will be out in mid June, So, you're, you know, yeah. you can deal with it. Yeah, but that's, it's very important. Really... that's
0: very important. I, I, I don't follow that, and I need to do that because I, that is true. I, I'm revamping my whole career after all the 20 years. I, mean, I am doing a revamp on myself. But that is true because... It's, they're waiting for the next story. And if they don't wait too long, it's not a good thing.
1: No, it's not. And I just something. wanted
0: to do this because
1: mainly I wanted to be able to tell the whole story. I wanted to just tell a more complex story. And yeah. um, we set it up and, and my editor's been involved and my cover artist was involved and um, I'm very lucky that I have the team I have. Um, yeah. I have some readers that That's I was getting sure. early drafts to so they could see it. And, and getting feedback and taking that feedback and, and sharpening it and really sharpening the prose that was in it and just had um, the best time. It was a lot of crazy stuff went on in our, our uh, my life starting in February, we the pipes went out in our house and there was major reconstruction and renovation of the house and then Chris had to go to the hospital. It was just crazy. But at the end of the day, I'm glad I did what I did I'm glad I wrote the story I wrote, because I really like it. I like the two sure. characters a lot. Um, that's nice. So that's been a lot of fun for me. Um, and Marcia and I, when we were talking, we talked about, I said one of the things I think sometimes authors, new authors, but also authors who have been writing as long as I have, they look at and they, they say, oh, I'm not doing as well on this, that, next thing. And I, I, I want to tell them, it's not a, it's not a marathon. You know, it's not. A, sorry,
0: it's not a
1: sprint. It's a marathon.
0: Right. Yeah, uh,
1: right. I've had a, a phenomenal level of success. I it that to a lot of things, and a lot of things were luck and making yeah. moves when I needed well, to make them, and being willing yeah. to risk
0: um, and, right. and the taking bigness, the risk. Take, taking the risk because you had a great job.
1: Yeah. Well, and the you thing is, the I had people. I've had people who say, you know. How do you do, what do? What's your greatest strength as a as a writer? Is it your characters? Is it this is that? And I looked at the person and I said, I can pivot better than anybody. And they said, What do you mean by that? And I said, <laughs> I can look at something and go, This ain't working. We got to do something different. And I can turn it. Loose. Right. I could be madly in love. I was talking to a young author once, and she was saying, Well, I have to finish this series. Both of the first two books had tanked. I mean, she and I said, Why? And she looked at me and I said, I I don't mean to be insulting, but if the first two books have tanked, why are you staying with this? I would analyze why they didn't do well and either revamp them so they do do well and then write a third book, or I'd go, yeah, this just isn't going to fly and move on. And she's like, no, no, I have to finish. Well, no, no, you don't. And yes, for the few people who did read it, they might be upset, but the fact of the matter is, if this is your business, if it's not working, you have to be able to pivot and go to something that is. It's just, it's the harsh reality of being a writer. When people talk to me, and I get contacted all the time, and I am happy to talk to somebody who wants to write their first book, and, you know, all of that. I mean, I'm more than happy. Um, I'm no expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm happy to talk. Um, But, you just have to be willing to let go of things. And the first question, the first question I ask people is, is this a hobby that you just yeah. want to do for the love of writing and to fulfill something within yourself? Or do you want this to be a business to sustain your life with? And, they, and, I, and I say because I believe there is no wrong answer to that question.
0: Yeah. But you must no, no, that's true.
1: answer the question.
0: Mm-hmm. You have to. If you don't, let me stop you for, let me stop you for one second. Because this is important. Okay. Because, um, running it like a business. Okay. Because that is what this is. And so you're right. Because if it's a hobby, it's a hobby, but the problem, the problem is it is a business for a lot of people, but they're not really selling what they should. What is your advice to them? And, and what would you tell, I mean, if they're good writers, and they get, you know, they get a decent amount of reviews, whatever. But they're not like thrilled with how their career is going. What can, what do you have to say about what they can do to help themselves? Because you don't. The object is, if you are a writer, which we talked about before we were on, is you don't want people to give up. And so, no. running it like a business. So what, what is your, what are your steps that somebody could take to say, okay, I'm, this is my first book. And I really am going to have another one out because I'm starting to write the next one. So what could I do? What would you tell them? First off, First thing of what, is what truly they you do. Treat it
1: like a business. Treat it like a okay. business. Understand that you're, you're going to take every dime you make on it and, and just every dime that comes in, even if it would make the book profitable, and you're going to invest it back in your business because that's how successful but business works. They constantly right. invest in themselves. You're going to find the best that you can. You cannot edit for yourself. You and I have talked about this. I don't care who you are. You cannot edit for yourself. And your great Aunt Mary, who used to teach English, can't do it either. (laughs) You want somebody who understands your genre and can edit for you. You're going to find the best cover you can. Um, You know, you have to invest in the things that will attract people. If you cannot write a blurb, there are people who will write blurbs. Hire them. Um, if yeah. you if you cannot if you're not any good at covers, ask people who have successful covers. If you see like one yeah. of my covers, Do you go, oh god, I really love that. Well, first you, of you know covers. the thing, and tell who does my covers. Uh, but secondly, ask me. I, most authors, if you say, oh, that's a beautiful cover, who did that for you? They'll tell you. They will. Yeah. Um, yeah. And compliment about my covers from uh, from a, a really well known author. And she said, I know it's one of your books before I ever see your name. And I That's said, well, well, I don't, I don't <laughs> think yes. they're like mm-hmm. all the same. She goes, no, they're not. But they right. all have the same feel.
0: They're very she pretty. Said, they're and she says, nice I can cover cover. tell
1: which ones go to which series. But your cover designer has branded you so strongly that I never have to see right. your name to know it's a yeah. Delta James book. Branding? Right. You know, I'm sorry. When people first talked to me about branding, I sort of rolled my eyes. and went, yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: It counts. It works. Yeah. yeah, you know, picking a genre. It does. Works. It does. But uh, okay. Can... But the other thing is, what you mentioned something that I this is really important. People that are authors. I know everybody says they can't afford to do marketing. They can't afford to do anything. Which, if you cannot, years ago in the past, people said, don't spend on this, don't do this. You have to do that. But this is the indie market now, and if you're doing your book. And you you give up you have to give up some things. I mean, if you go for coffee, give up the coffee. Get put it yep, put exactly. all that you used for coffee and put it for a month, and then say, oh, could someone make me teasers? Can someone make me this to help me? Exactly, because you cannot spend no money. You can't. It doesn't work. And when people so, there are services now that do offer book reviews and you know it is hard to get book book reviews so i mean and it's begging people you don't want to beg people so you might have to pay and years ago they'd go oh no you can't do that you shouldn't pay for a book review well this is not like years ago this is now
1: now here's the thing though if you pay for reviews and amazon finds out you paid for them
0: yeah they'll
1: They'll shut you down but you know what's the term of of
0: services though but they do have services that people... Oh, they And, and, and I hear
1: it all and, the time.
0: It's a question of and, what and, happens when if and, and when they get caught. But this is, these, are these, are, these are bigger companies. I've had people from Amsterdam on, and these are bigger okay. companies. I don't know how they oh, get, yeah. but they do. They do. But you because know what? It, but they do. It's helpful for people. It's, but it's expensive. That, that part is expensive there, the ones I'm talking it, about.
1: Yeah, it is expensive, but again, it's against Amazon's terms of service. Now, if you're not going to sell that. your books on Amazon, it doesn't matter. But, but here's the but thing. This you is what happens your now. Art you know, you, yes. we, Let, we use a yeah. uh, well, that's we probably use, uh, how Well, that's
0: probably how they do that. Maybe you're right. It's how they do that. But I do know people that do, and they're not, the, the reviews stay on. And I do think that I don't know. How, I think Amazon, you know, there's so much problem now <laughs> with people getting kicked off Facebook. I, 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 you don't even know where to turn anymore. I have, I've had people on; they're, they're getting thrown off of Facebook. They're get, you know, yeah. if, if they have a bad yeah. word. I mean, it's so difficult right now. So I don't even it's, think they're caring about the reviews. They're caring about everything else. I don't know what's going on. I, I actually have people on that were talking about that. If they have blood in it or they have a certain word, they, you know, they, they either take them off of Facebook or they put them on suspension. I, I don't understand all yeah. this. I've been doing this for years. I think they're targeting wrong people. Well, you know, when there's they catch a lot
1: of, um, it's very subjective, and it often depends yeah. on who did the review. Because if you appeal it and you get somebody else, they might approve it. So it's very, um, we've found there are certain words we want to avoid on titles or in uh, in a blurb or in copy. Uh, We don't want to have guns, although I see people with guns on their cover all the time. But we've had trouble with guns. We've had trouble with, you know, I've pretty much gone to either object covers or man chests. Because those I can, if I put a woman on it with a man, it's like, no, it's too sexual. It's like, they're both dressed. Yes, but it's too sexual.
0: Okay. I know that. And I know. You, I know. you can't. You have to be careful. Upset? I know. Even on black talk, right, I can't put anything too sensual on me, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you can say
1: it's not fair, it's not right, it's this, it's that. And you are absolutely right. The problem is you have no control over it. So you either right? learn to That's play exactly their game. Right.
0: That, right, exactly. Or, or
1: you don't. That's and cool. and I yeah. feel, because I have friends who've been blocked down and had their KDP accounts shut out of Amazon, and I get it. I totally get it, being upset. Okay. because oh, they it have is their very KDP?
0: Subjective. Oh, they get their oh, yeah. oh, KDP accounts shut? They get shut wow. down.
1: I mean, they literally get shut down. And there's all wow. these steps and things wow. they have to go through. And, wow. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's really, it's 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 hard. And the thing yeah. is that... Yeah. There was a time that um, in the authors, we were, you know, tiny little portion of the book market.
0: Wow, and,
1: But that's Not opened more. up, you know.
0: Right, it has.
1: And so mm-hmm. now, you know, we have to learn to play with the big boys. One of the things, I yep. had a friend, a very right. good friend, I love her to death, um, writing books, and we literally started at the same time. Our first, first book came out on the same day. Oh, really? And yeah. she said, how, how come you're where you are and I'm, I'm nowhere? And she said, I get that. Uh, I well, love your book. Uh, that, not saying that. She said, but what am I doing wrong? And I said, you're, you're trying to do your covers on your own and you're not doing good editing and you're not doing – that she's enough of a friend that I'm going to just be that blunt with her because I think that
0: – Right, right. so right. you, have,
1: you have to tell your friends the truth. And right. so she said, yeah. but I don't have the money to do that. I said, then you find yourself a niche publisher. But I don't yeah. want to give up my royalties. And I have a standard answer to anybody who comes at me with that one, which is a percentage of something is worth a, is better than 100% of nothing. Right. You find a niche publisher who's a small press, who doesn't, no, yeah. they're not going to throw Simon & Schuster's budget at your book. But they'll help right. you get out there. They'll have you on their website. They'll have you on their their mailing list. They will give right, you right. time to build up what you need before you can go right. indie. And I was very clear about how I was doing that. Um, yeah. I have – I've always – and I'm going to be up front. If you don't like to market or you don't want to market or you don't have time to market, hire somebody who can and then let them do their yeah. job. I have from the beginning almost – I mean, I started in June of, of 2018 – and I hired Renee in October of 2018. Had Renee, who's got years and years and years of business in the business, to help me. And I would yeah. say, well, I want to write a series about this, and she'd go, "That's nice, but it won't sell." Right. Or I want to call it this. I can't sell that title. And because we early on sat down and made made sort of a pact that my job is to write the books. Her job is to sell the books. I don't tell her how to write. She doesn't tell me how to write them. I don't tell her how to sell them. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's literally people saying to me, "Well, how do you market?" And I just go, "I I have no idea, and because I don't do that at all." Um, and I think so, I think that really annoys some people when I say that. Some people think, "How can she be that stupid and and, and be that successful?" And other people think, "She well, really has well, no that's... she just doesn't want to tell."
0: No, it's not. It's not, I, it's not it's not. about being stupid or, you know, look, you. but luckily you found someone good, okay, because absolutely. unfortunately there are a lot of people out there oh. that are not. However, there are people, and I've had them on, they are very reasonable and they put your thing, they help you. So I think that's one of the things I think sometimes when people are on my show that are marketing, I say, tell them how much it is. Because it's not a ton of money. Because sometimes people are afraid yeah. to ask how much something is. So you know, if you if it's fifty dollars, twenty five, fifty, whatever, at least you don't think it's like five hundred. You know, so I yeah, think it's, there it's, are people out there that can
1: help. I agree, and I think that it's really important to find those people and to ask other authors who who write in your genre. Yeah. I mean, Renee uh, yeah. gets asked by people all the time to represent, you know, to to be their PA. And she's like, yeah. "Yeah, you don't write romance. I don't do. I don't. I don't. I don't know what you write. I'm not going to do that." Um, right. But a lot of times with authors, they need to let go of their own ego. They need to say they yeah. don't. They need to understand they don't know it all. They can't do it all, and it's right. Right, it, you're going to have to pay somebody in one way or another. Yeah, to help you.
0: I think I think that's. A, you know, I, I, I agree with you. You're right. You're right. Some one way or another, either your royalties get cut because you have a niche publisher. Yes, I, I agree. <laughs> because it just doesn't happen. This is hard. You know, people think, yes. oh, you're going to just sit down. You know, I get people that, my, some of my regular friends, you know, not on Facebook friends, my regular <laughs> ones, they, they have somebody that wants to write a book. So they, they, I say, fine, I'm happy to talk to them. And by the time I'm done with them, you know, they don't want to do it anymore because when I tell them what they have to do, they don't want to do it. It's a lot of work. Yeah, they just sort of. I mean, it's a job. They just it's sort not of. It's just like you sit down.
1: Exactly. There, there's the key, Marcia. Right there. It's a job. You right. Know, there's this idea because it's been portrayed in movies and TV that if you're especially a romance writer. You know, you sit around mm-hmm. in your negligee and your penoir and get <laughs> bonbons all day. And somehow it gets right. written. Well, that's, <laughs> right. you know, right. I mean, right. I'm not saying right. that a lot of us don't like this job because we get to sit around in our pajama pants during the day. But, you know. Right,
0: right, right.
1: But it, 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 it still <laughs> work. I mean, yes. I can it's tell people will. It, the thing, the other thing I find with some authors is they don't treat it like work. Not that they're being lazy, not that they're but they let everybody else in their life interrupt them. Well, you're just working. You can go do this, and you go do that. You go do this. I've said to more than one person, if you worked in an office, do you think they'd say that to you?
0: Right. And if you don't treat your
1: your writing as a business and as serious and as important, I guarantee you, nobody else will either.
0: I can't even imagine what people do. You must have that too, though. You must have this too, though. I can't imagine what I would do if I wasn't writing because I constantly am thinking and writing notes, you know, and I'm wondering what exactly. do other people think about, to, you know, sometimes I'll ask my husband, okay, yeah. what are you thinking about? I go, nothing. He said, nothing. I go, what do you mean nothing? You know, and I, because I'm always thinking and then I'm writing notes. I can't, can you imagine being who you are sitting and not thinking? I don't even know what that is. You know, I can't I, even imagine. I, a lot of times when I'm stuck in a book, um, Chris is very
1: good at reading my body language, and she'll go, let's just go for a drive. Now, what she says yep. is, let's take the girls and go for a drive. This dog's really like right. to go in <laughs> So we get in the car and we drive. And I yep. can't tell you how many plot problems we figured out, how many characters we've yep. made, how many yep. story arcs we've come up with. And we yep. call it spinning. Sitting in the car, yep. driving along on a pretty drive right. and just spinning. And talking right. and just getting things out and and I do, I I do think that that's one of the things I have going for me is that I do have Krista, she knows the books as intimately as I do and she can spot problems and that's kind of her job. I mean, there are times I get mad because I don't want to know that there's a problem because then I have to fix the problem, but <laughs> she tells me anyway. And and unfortunately right. and annoyingly, she is almost always right. Um, yeah. It's really annoying, right. but.
0: Yep, but she's I learned.
1: Yeah. One of the things about Chris is she's learned. Um, I tell people, you want to talk show versus tell? You want to talk point of view? Chris can, Chris can hold her own with any author. She can yeah. go point of view, point of view, point of view. And those are the two but, most common errors I see in beginner writers is they don't understand point of view and they yeah. don't understand show versus tell. And you yeah. have to understand both to have a quality book. What's different? There are so many titles out there. So many people are writing.
0: Yeah, I know. It's great. That's the thing.
1: But the problem is, it is. But it's it means there's a lot a of lot. competition. So much. You know, it's, that's, um, that's
0: the, the difficult part, right? You have to make yourself somewhere. So people have that's lots why of you choices. have to start getting out there. You have to get out there. Uh, yeah. You know, and push. You have to push. You can't do nothing. If you do nothing, then that's no. It's not. To it's not just going to come
1: to you. And there are a lot of very successful authors who sort of feed that fantasy for people. Oh, no, I don't have a PA. No, they have a whole freaking publicity machine. They have a marketing from out of (laughs) New York that they're hiring. That doesn't make them bad people. It's just they're not being really honest with people, and that bothers me. I don't think you help somebody by telling them they don't have to do that. Now, mind right. you, a lot of people think I'm doom and gloom because I, I'm like, no, you got to pay for coverage. But you can find people who are reasonable. You know, yes, I, That's I, what I, I say. Yes, a, a absolutely. Young,
0: like,
1: I have a young friend in, in, in Spain, and she wrote a book, and it's about 90,000 words long, and paid over $2,000 to have it edited. I about threw up. That's ridiculous. Ugh. She got taken. You know, I see people who Ugh. want to buy, quote-unquote, exclusive covers, and they're beautiful. Why didn't she just wait? Don't... Somebody should have told her make it into a series
0: instead of 90,000 well, words.
1: Yeah, she didn't want to do that. Um, yep. But, you know, so when I say to her, you have to have this edited, but I paid $2,000. I can't afford to. And I said, I'm sorry yeah. you paid $2,000. They took your money.
0: Right, exactly.
1: Because yeah. they didn't do a very good job. I mean, when, when yeah. Chris can go through or I can go through in the first chapter and show you all the head-hopping, the different points of view that are in the same chapter, in the same seed, in the same paragraph, for God's sake, yeah. that's yeah. a problem. And, and yeah. I ran a, a poll in the, in the pack, and I said, what is the number one reason you, you do not finish a book? And by a landslide, and I've never forgotten this is it. Eighty seven percent so if you think yeah. readers don't know or don't care, you're wrong. Yeah. They do. They want well, the story does ha- the book. story
0: does have to flow. You know, I-, I think that's one of the things. The story does have to flow because you really you know, people, you know, they're used to series now on T V. It's a lot it's very different now because there's so many series on T V and so ter- Years ago, they go, okay, you have to end the book and that's it. But now people are okay if you leave like a cliffhanger, or whatever, and then you go on to the next book. They really and that means they like your characters, which God knows everybody wants you to, them to like their characters, you know, as much as yeah. you do when yeah. you're writing it. So, but that's so the thing is that people are different now, you know, and they'll they'll accept certain things. Years ago, I remember they'd like, go like, oh, you couldn't write a bad, you know, a sad ending would be forget it. You can't, you have to make it happy ever after. But sometimes life isn't always happy ever after. And so sometimes you do have to write something that's a little more touchy, you know, or sad. But then you move on and something good happens. You know, you just can't, you know, it has to be like life. I agree. I I do
1: write, I think in romance, when you write romance, I'm not talking about any other genre. Right. When you write romance, you either need a happily ever after or happy for now unless you're real for impressed now. that you make it into cliffhanger. Now, in the book that's coming out tomorrow, they're not together at the end. She's left. Now, right. he knows she right. loves him. He's told her yep. he loves her. Commitment is there, and she's not leaving him for another man or for anything else. She's got her right. own reasons, and to her they are important. And what I strove to do in the book was to make sure that readers understood that. So they may say, oh, I wish that hadn't happened. But they will understand why it happened. And they will learn right. enough about her right. that it's okay right. that it happened. Now, they're going to root for them, you know, and, and all of that. And trust me, when I finish the duet, they will have a happily ever after. I do. For one thing I believe in happily ever after is I believe we create our I own. I do,
0: too. I, I do, I too. Do. At the end of the day, yes, I agree with you. And that's what I – it took me three books, three – this is the third of the series because I've not really tried to do a series like this. And there's, there's novellas, but – I needed them. I, I'd written them in a the screenplay years ago. Just the characters. It's completely different than the screenplay. But the two of them, I had to get them together. And but it doesn't always happen right away. And, but you want them together, yeah. so that's that's a good thing. So when you have a cliffhanger, you know that. I mean, you know, as the author, what's going to happen, but how they get there is that. Well, the, sometimes that's the book. Not no not always. Since, right.
1: <laughs> well, but
0: you know, honestly, I, I say so that many jokingly, <laughs> but honest to God, Marsha,
1: it's true. I, I'll, I'll be writing something, and I'll suddenly I'll stop and I'll look over at Chris and I'll go, "Well, I didn't see that coming." Yes.
0: You know, I, mean, I have just, that. Uh, yep.
1: Sometimes your characters want you to go a different way, and and if you're like, "No, no, we're going to go the way I want," I think yep. you do yourself a disservice. I think your characters know. Cause of course, I agree know and I, really had, I had, I too.
0: I just had that. In a book that I'm doing, I just had that that uh, the character there's something new that I didn't know, and I go, oh, geez, I didn't know this about them. And so then I go, I said I was not going to do more of this series, but I'll probably do it different. But I think, oh, I have to tell that other person's story now. I didn't even know about that person until I was writing the book. You know, it just went. Oh. Well, I did. And I think to me, isn't that exciting to you? It's so exciting.
1: Oh, absolutely! I love it. Absolutely, and I love it when. People will write me and say, when are we getting fill-in-the-blank story? And sometimes I have plans for that person, and sometimes I'm like, who? And they've picked up on some obscure character that they really like, and they really want to know know what (laughs) happened. It's like, well, okay. Um, I did that in um, My Mystic River Shifters. I had this kind of spunky deputy and this baker, Baker and I literally had people going well when are we going to get Karen Scott's story you have to tell that story I'm thinking well I was just going to put them like in the next book and you know and and the the, the reaction to them was so strong and I was telling Renee and she goes you didn't realize we're going to have to scrap our plans and start and you're yeah, going to have yeah. to do that book and I went yeah, yeah I uh-huh. already started I mean yeah you know, yeah, yeah it's just what happens I think that's one of the things that's also led to my success is I'm responsive to my readers. I am not some, yeah. I don't think my readers think I'm some elite person they couldn't talk to. I, uh, uh, quick story, I was buying something on and no. the gal lives about 30 minutes where I do, but I was going to be down at a restaurant there and I said, I said I'm going to be at Carabas, and she goes, oh, that's just right around the corner of my house, I'll meet you there. I said, okay, so when she got up, she came to my car, she had the thing, I bought it. She said, um, can I ask you a question, a favor? And I said, well, sure. And she says, you're really you, aren't you? I mean, you're really Delta James. And I said, yes, I'm really <laughs> Delta James. There's nobody else. And she said, She said, I love your work. I brought my favorite paper back when you signed it for me.
0: Oh, that's like the best thing
1: ever. Oh, yeah. Like best. best ever. But she <laughs> I said, know. I don't think I could have ever done that with another author. And I think that's the thing. I think I'm very approachable. Um, and I yeah. should be. Because for one thing, I really like my readers. So, you know. But I right. don't think they see well, me as this elite. They can't speak right.
0: to me, person. I'm right. just somebody they can talk to,
1: you know. Well, and, right.
0: That's what, but that's good. That's a great thing, you know. Yes. But and then there's then there are some authors, though. I I think they might be shyer, too. That's the other thing, you know. Oh, I mean, absolutely. You, I think
1: sometimes when you get get an author that you think, oh, she's she's really a snob or she's a, no, she's probably just painfully shy. Um, Somehow, I remember somehow. somebody once yeah. saying that thing to me. She said, you do realize most of us aren't an extrovert like you, right? Because you get that. Yeah. And I'm like, really? <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm not exactly shy. You know, and I don't mm, think anybody I. in my <laughs> general <either laughs> life has called me shy or quiet. I don't get
0: either I mean, I'm oh, always yeah. going to talk. Her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me you too. Should.
1: My yeah. My dad yeah. worked for Cadillac. For General Motors for the Cadillac division. Uh-huh. And as he moved yep. up the corporate ladder, they moved us around. So we got transferred. That has, it, it, I think it affects children around two ways. Either kids become very introverted.
0: Or they meet with yeah, yeah.
1: Or they're like me and they go, well, we're in a new city. Let's go find somebody. Uh, you know, yep. I, my mom used to laugh. We'd move into a new house. And by the end of the day, all the mothers from the neighborhood were coming down to introduce themselves because I'd gone and knocked on their doors and said, hi, we're moving. in. Yeah,
0: I'm this year mm-hmm. old. Do you have any kids I my age? I think a person like that, I think you start like that. Like I know my mother would always tell me stories, you know, that if I would be down the block talking to people wherever I was, I met people. Uh, this is just, you know, I, I wasn't great when I was in school because I was talking a lot, a lot, and the teachers weren't thrilled about oh, yeah. it. But I do think that that makes you, like, write dialogue. If you're a good talker and you can talk oh, to yeah. anybody, you can write dialogue. Just put two people yeah, in that I room think... and they're talking. And they're talking. It's a conversation.
1: Yeah, I agree. Any
0: characters. I agree. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. And I think there are two ways to write books, too. You can either write plot-driven pieces, and, and I think one of the best, examples of that is John Grisham. He writes very plot-driven pieces. Um, yep. You know, different characters, and they're well-written. I'm not saying anything bad, but they are plot-driven. You sort of know what's going to expect from him right. in every single right. book. Yeah. And then there are yeah. people who write very character-driven pieces, which is what I do. And I'm definitely, yeah. when I watch a television series or a movie, if I don't care, or even read another book, if I don't care about the characters quickly, I'm done. Yep. I'm out. Yeah. I have too many other choices. I want to know who those characters well, now are. There's so I want many. to feel for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to see what's yeah. going on. Um, I want yeah. to care about them, um, and I think that's imp- for me. That's important. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: It's. I agree. I, I like I agree. to
1: write. I like to write pieces. I like to write dialogue that that are the way people talk. You know, yeah. there some of them are, and right. some of them write more formally, because they they're they're a more formal person, and some of them. Are street people, and they don't. They right. aren't as well educated, and they don't. They, they talk in a more street vernacular. And right. one of the things one of my early editors said to me is, she said, "You write better dialogue than anybody I know." She said, "I can right. hear you, and you've drawn the characters so well that I can hear them speaking.
0: Right. What you say it's, makes it's so absolute important.
1: sense." And, and she says, "And what you there there are things you do in your dialogue that I would never allow another author to do, but because you've drawn the characters." So cleanly that I can see them in my mind. I can hear them. I can hear them speaking, and they're speaking right on. Right. Um, and I, I think mean, that's because, really but you important. like to
0: talk, and you like to talk, and so yes, you I do. know, people do talk. You know, and that's the thing when you're writing dialogue. I we were talking about this a few weeks ago. That when you're writing dialogue, you know, sometimes people say the same things a couple times in a row. Sometimes people say them more than a couple uh-huh. times in a row, but that's how they talk. They don't look in the, you know, the, they don't look in the, source I couldn't even say that, they don't look it up and go like, okay, give me another word for it, you know. And I think sometimes if you're looking for a word that doesn't fit, you're going to end up with some word nobody even knows what the hell it means. So, I mean, this is not how people talk, where you find a whole different word. You know, if, if you look, if you're talking like we are right now, this is how people talk. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things you know. for me is um, I learned to read
1: at a very, very early age. I think it affected my vocabulary in terms of I have a fairly expansive vocabulary. And sometimes yeah. I do use words that are not as commonly used, one, because I like them, and two, because I don't think it's wrong for people to, I mean, especially Kindle. If you hover over the word, Kindle will give you the, the meaning. And I have a gallery. That's true. That's true. You're right. That's true. And she laughed and she said, I have so much better vocabulary now than I did before I started reading you. And her sister said to her, God, when'd you get all fancy with the words? And she goes, oh, it's an author I like. And she goes, I thought you read Steamy Romance. She goes, I do. And she's like, she talks like that? She goes, she does. Yeah, and, but, and also, uh, you, were, that uh, you were a
0: very successful, you were very successful successful business person, you know, and yes. so I think that that has a lot to do with it, well, you know, because you were of, in I a feel, different world. a lot
1: of time doing, doing human resources, so I understand people, and I know how to talk to them on a level, you know, you can have the most gloriously crafted book in the world, but if it doesn't touch people's emotions, and if it isn't understood, it won't matter, Right. right. It's just that simple. It will not matter. that's also like on Babel
0: Cube, uh, I have a lot of books done in different languages, and now I'm learning certain things that, you know, the way people talk in other countries doesn't always apply to how we talk here. And sometimes the words do have different meanings, and so that's... That's something to learn now because that's a newer thing for me to learn is that yes, and I've heard that sometimes they pick up books on Babelcube that um they're a simpler type of vocabulary because so though they can you know translate it better sure I didn't, never, I didn't I didn't realize that until that
1: I have my books translated into German, and we're looking at either um, doing we're thinking about doing French next, but my German translator is somebody. I talk to her on Facebook, and, and right. she'll write me and say, it says this. Now, right. if I translate that exactly, this is what it would say, this is what it would mean. And I don't think that it's like, no, no, no. So we talk about yeah. what's the actual meaning, what am I trying to convey. And I feel very yeah. fortunate to have her because of that, because she does go, hmm. let's, huh, let's take a look at that, let's look at something different. Yeah. You know, there's a yeah. better word for that. Um, and sometimes it throws her, because if I have horses in it, she's not a horse, but my editor says to me the same thing. She goes, you do know when you do this horse stuff, I have no idea what you're talking about. I said, yes, but now you're the perfect editor.
0: <laughs> because if you don't right. understand
1: it, I need to redo it. It's that simple, right? you know. Um, no, Because horse people, like anybody in anything, we talk to each other in a different language, and the rest of the world goes, what the hell are they talking about? But we understand. But... As, a, as an author, if I write it that way, a lot of my people...
0: You know, I, I know that it, you may have noticed... But I do, it, like, go ahead.
1: But I do write it go. so that other horsemen know that I'm a horse person. I've had more than one person say, you actually ride and show horses, don't you? And I'm like, yes, I do. And they're like,
0: okay, I figured yeah. as much. Right, because you would have to know, you know that. Right, you know, Hallmark, yeah. Hallmark now has a new series called The Ride, you know, and... Um, it's it's pretty good, you know. But I think they're even trying now to, you know, do things a little different. They're having series. They're having, you know, instead of the same exact type of movie that they've had for years, they've changed the, their market a little to add different, you know, subjects now. And the ride is like rodeo, and it's so interesting, you know, and it's fun and it's different. So yeah, rodeo I rodeo is a whole different world. Time. Yeah. Yes, it
1: is. Rodeo is a it whole is. different world. It's like, um. You know, I, I showed horses in a different venue. I respect them. understand me. I respect rodeo cowboys. I dated one for years. But that's a whole different world than, like, the people who ride at the Olympics or the people who compete at the national level like I did right. in, in, in other right. events. I mean, um, I have a, a really good friend, and she was riding a series, and she wanted the guy to be a steer wrestler, and she kept talking about he's a steer wrestler. And so she said, "I, you know, this is not something I know. I know that you do. Will you read this scene and tell me if I got it right? I said, of course I will. So she did, and I yeah. called her back and I said, well, it's really good. It's really well written, and you absolutely captured the event. She goes, good. I said, the problem is it isn't steer wrestling.
0: Yeah,
1: she okay. says, what do you yeah. mean? I said, it isn't steer That's wrestling. Right. I said, you're describing roping. Mm. And she, she said, aren't they the same? And I said, no. And she's like, yeah. "Oh, damn!" I said, "I said you're fine. Just go back and call it roping instead of steer wrestling." And then I sent her yeah. two videos: one of roping, which was what she had described, and the other was of steer wrestling. And and she she she, she, she called me back and she said, "Are those guys crazy?" I said, "What the steer wrestlers? Absolutely. The only people crazy here <laughs> are the guys that <laughs> ride bronc fucking bulls." You know.
0: And but don't you, so you think you use? It, but you use everything and, you've and learned. And that's why I'm of the ground. It's insane. But see, you're using everything you learned in your life, and that's what people Absolutely. have to do. You you put all of the things that not every one time, you know, what I mean, but you pick things that we all know that we you know from before. So it's right, you know, when you're like I work for doctors, so usually when I write a hospital scene, a doctor, I, I'm pretty. It's going to be okay sure. because I've been there, done that, you know. And, but if you try to do things, you sometimes have to look it up to make sure what you're doing. Because readers are very smart. They do not oh, yeah. want to be fooled. You know, they just don't. No, and
1: they don't want, they they, wanna, they want you to know what you're talking about. So if you haven't lived it, yeah. you better have researched it. Um, right. People that know me will tell you I do a ton of research. And I also will, I'm very lucky that I have a lot of readers and readers that will talk to me. And I can say to them, I, I can like put on the pack, I can say, does anybody know this place? And I have a couple of people, yeah, and I said, can I send you a couple of scenes, make sure I got it right? And they're all like, oh, yeah, cool. And they really love doing that. They think it's fun. They like being um, involved in the process. And, uh, you know what I wanted to ask you? Is- I want to
0: talk to you about readers. I want to talk to you about readers because I think that people that okay. listen to the show, everybody wants to know how to get readers. I mean, you love your readers. So when you just started, what were some of the ways that you got readers to, you know, to enjoy your stories and to get close with them? Because I think that's the problem that a lot of people have, getting readers, that really they can you know, talk to and feel that, you know, you can see when your readers like your book or they don't, whatever, to tell you things, it helps. So you've got oh, absolutely. people. So how did you get them?
1: I had a reader group. Um, I, when I started, I didn't even know what a reader group was. Um, Renee uh-huh. said, we have to have a reader group. And I said, we have to have a what? <laughs> I mean, I literally yeah. had no idea what she was talking about. And so uh-huh. we created Delta's Labor Pack. One of the things we did, we made sure it was in all the books and all the novellas and any newsletter that went out, anything. You, 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 there was always this, and I I'd literally go through people I knew and bite them into the pack. But what I did was then I let them name it. I said, we're thinking. we can't decide what to name it. You want your, yeah. your readers to be engaged. You want them to have fun. And so I would write things, um, you know, I put in excerpts from my book. I gave away free novellas. And I know when you're a beginner writer and you're trying to make some money because you've got expenses and whatever, and if somebody says to you, you need a, what they call a magnet novel or a magnet novella. And the idea of spending that kind of time to write a book, have it professionally edited, have it professionally covered, and then giving it away for free sounds like the dumbest idea since night baseball. It's the smartest thing you can do for yourself because that's how you snag people. Yeah. I would go to like... Um, author takeovers, and I'd have a new release. And if I could tell there was somebody who was interested but wasn't quite ready to say, yeah, I want to read your book, I would write to them personally, privately, on Facebook, message them. And I'd say, you know, you sounded like, but it sounds like you don't want to sign up for the newsletter. To get it. Well, I, I get too many newsletters. Okay, I understand that. So let me just give it to you for free. Well, but yeah. I don't want to sign up for your okay. newsletter. That's okay. I'll just give it to you. Right.
0: Okay. okay. Well, no. well,
1: how much See, is it going to yeah, cost? I said a good thing. nothing. Right. I, I'll just no. send it to no. you. And they're like, like for free, like for free, just like for free. Here you go. And I did that. And I, Renee at first thought I was nuts. And she said, but keep hold of their emails. And I said I don't want them contacted again. I don't want. She said I promise I won't. But I want. want. What I, I, I want to do is start tracking. Are they converting to people who do sign up for the newsletter? who are reading the book. Yeah. And so that's what we yeah. did. And I had like a ninety eight percent conversion rate. You know, it was like, oh. And so it's something that we really I really believe in. And I understand what an author says to me, you know, especially a beginner, I put all this time and effort and money into this book and I want to give it away for free. I understand that. Again, marathon, not a sprint. You have to invest in your business. You just have to. Um and in your reader group, you don't want it to be sell, sell, sell all the time. My reader group, there's um, inspirational memes and stuff. I'll tell stories about myself. I'll tell stories about what's going on. They get subjective pictures of my dogs. You know, but they know me. And they, they write back and they interact and they have fun with each other. And it's a very laid back. But the thing is, you cannot create a reader group and then step back. You need to be there every day. You need to be involved in interacting with people every day. And you need to make sure your reader group is a safe place. I've seen some reader groups that were just downright nasty. And I think, how can you let people let one person bully your other readers? That's not okay. Or it's not okay with me. Um, and I've bounced people for doing it. I just I'm not gonna have it. It's like boing, you're gone. That's not that's not okay. I won't put up with it. Um and so generally, there's, there's, I think people have a lot of fun in my reader group, but there's not a lot of drama there, I've got to tell you. It's really kind of a nice place to be. The other thing you need to do is develop a newsletter. Every time you do a takeover, every time you put out a book, you have to put up that link to get people to sign up. Have it on your Amazon page. Make it easy for people to do. No, they won't go look it up. All they want to do is click it. Make sure it's out there. Do an ad. That's all it's about is getting people to sign up for your newsletter. Draw them in with you can have a free novella that isn't available anyplace else, but you have to sign up for the newsletter. Now, do some of them go away? Sure. But yeah,
0: I, you know, I used to have well, one. I'm, I'm in the process of doing a newsletter because I do think, I think newsletters right now are probably more important than they've been for a long time. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And I think because a lot of people need to do that, I'm I'm starting it again too. I think it's important.
1: I think though you need to watch how your newsletter is done in terms of it can't just be sell 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 all the time. There needs to be other content in there. There is in each newsletter that I send out. There is a personal note for me. I'm very upfront about. Renee's the one who arranges the swaps and she's the one who manages the mailing list and all that kind of stuff for me. But at the top of each newsletter, there's a note from me. I will tell you, it is from me. It is not from Renee. It is never from Renee. It is always from me. Um, yeah. And we have, because people liked it, we watched what people reacted to over the years, um, we, we have a character review um, in one week. And we have a, And, and if, we, if there's a fifth week in a month, they get a brand new bonus team that's only available to newsletter subscribers. People yeah. have – your newsletter has to have value for people. No, they don't pay for it, but they pay for it when they're trying to read it. My well, yeah, because way, eventually, eventually it pays, pays off because is, they're
0: going to is, read your book. Yeah, yeah. I you think know, my, I think my my there's lots of things that people need to stupid. do. And dip. yeah. I think right now yeah, but- there's lots of things that people need to do, you know, other than just be on Facebook. Because I think that a lot of people, and I've been saying this a lot, I think a lot of people now are just scrolling. So they're not, they are looking at yeah. your posts, but they're just not responding. So if, keep putting the posts out, even though you don't see comments or whatever, because it doesn't matter, because people are looking. It's just that a lot of people yeah. don't want to get involved. You know, and years ago everybody shared, and, but they don't do this anymore. And that's a bad thing yeah, because you don't know who's looking. But there are people looking. I believe There it. are people.
1: And like I said, I think a newsletter, and that's one of the reasons I say to people, get a niche publisher is you get on their newsletter while you build yeah, your own yeah. and then build your own. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that newsletter, like I said, has to have value to people. One of the things I did in one of the newsletters was I put a – um, a recipe because it occurred to me I'm estranged from my sister and her two kids. We, we don't speak at all. Mm-hmm. And wow. I was the one that had my mother's recipe book and my grandmother's recipes and those families. And I have no kids. I have nobody to pass them down to. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. I don't want them to die. I want my grandmother's recipes. I want other people to enjoy them. So I told Renee, I'm putting a recipe in the newsletter. And Renee rolled her eyes at me and went, oh, please.
0: And I said, I just want to do it. She's like, okay, fine. your newsletter. You do what you want. So I did. No, I and think that's a good thing. I, you know, I think recipe books, you know, you also could do a recipe book. You know, I've had a lot of people that, you know, years ago, a lot of people I've had on that did have recipe books. And I think that, you know, recipe books do very well. People love it. And, and, and I, I listen, I don't cook that much, but I do look. On TikTok, wherever they are, that I see these recipes, I mean, yeah. you know they go, oh my god, this looks good. You know, a lot of people do, and Pinterest has a lot of recipes, so I think that's really good. I wanted to do that too, and I I think in one of my books years ago I did something like that because I thought of it, and I do think people love that. That's one thing they love well, the recipes.
1: And I got and I get responses from people if I've mentioned something in a book. Hey, do you have a recipe for that? That sounded really yeah. good. Yeah. Like, yeah, what if I do I'll put it next to you with the newsletter. <laughs> and so we just, I mean, it's become kind of a, a fun thing that people do. And I, I have this recipe for an apple cake. And it's really delicious. It's really easy to make. It's really delicious. But the batter is ugly. It's kind of a gray-brown color. And you know how cake well, batter usually yeah. tastes good? This, this yeah. batter tastes awful. It's terrible. Now, I tell people, really? look, it's an ugly batter and it tastes terrible. Trust it when it bakes, it's delicious. And I had so many readers write me back and go, if you hadn't said that, I'd have thrown it out. Well, now you have to put it on I, your
0: I, page. I have to put it on your page. it's, 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 a, it's <laughs> not a
1: hard – I don't do a couple of recipes that are really involved, but most of my recipes are quick and easy. And, you know, yeah, that's
0: the best kind. The sample yeah. cake
1: is, is one, like I said, the batter's ugly, t- and the batter tastes horrible. But when it's made, when it, you bake the cake, I have never, I've never taken it to any kind of potluck or function or anything and come home with any. Not yeah, it's
0: probably one. got like yeah, is it, it got cinnamon in it? Because cinnamon can make it like look oh, brown. Oh,
1: cinnamon!
0: Cinnamon is one of the best ingredients it's ever. So, Okay, you got to put it out. But, put it out. Okay. All right, let me talk about, let's talk about your book because we're almost done with the show. Talk about, all right, let's talk about your book. We didn't talk about it. <laughs> um, to Love yeah.
1: a Thief, um, yes. it involves a woman who finds out her grandfather, her parents have been killed, her grandfather becomes her guardian, and she finds out he's a jewel thief. And she's just <laughs> appalled because this is her That's beloved that. grandfather. How can he be a jewel thief?
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and you come to find out, and
1: this happens early on, he's a jewel thief with a cause, with a mission. He's taking oh, okay. jewels that were taken from, uh, taken from people, usually by the Nazis during World War II, and he's uh-huh. returning it to the rightful owners.
0: Oh, you know, somebody bought
1: it on the black market. Somebody, so somebody has yep. it that it was never theirs. And so wow. what her grandfather is doing is he's taking them and getting them back to the real owners. And Claire takes that as her
0: mission. The, the, the that's man that sounds really good. To, to, that sounds good because to, actually to bring that her is back. what it is. The Nazis, yeah, all those jewelry. Yeah. They had so many jewels. And, oh, my God. Paintings, jewels, everything.
1: And So, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's it's pretty. They they say that over 100,000 paintings are still missing. Yes. Think, yeah. think about
0: that number. Yeah.
1: 100,000 paintings. Yeah. That's, a, that's just mind-boggling to me. So yeah, well, because everybody had her, to leave
0: everything. They all left. And when they left, they left, after, left everything you know, in their well, houses. Uh, they just disappeared. They had to go. They're, um,
1: you that know, sounds good. The guy you after is a guy named Fletch, and he, of course, first wants to bring her in, and then, of course, he falls in love with her.
0: Um,
1: but he's a real interesting <laughs> too.
0: But, of course.
1: And so it's 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 watching them get together. It's watching him trying to, to, you know, at first he doesn't know she's the jewel season, and then he figures it out. But by then he's in love with others, he's like, now yeah, what the hell do I do?
0: Right. And
1: I think those are kind right. of the kind of things that actually could happen to somebody. But Claire is,
0: i think that's you true. care
1: about Claire because she's, yes, she's a jewel thief, but she, she's a jewel thief with a cause. She's not buying things or stealing things and making herself wealthy. She doesn't get anything for this. She has a business doing art restoration, painting restoration, that's how she, you know, pays her bills. But she does this. This is her sort of mission in life. Her grandfather has died, and she swears to him that she will carry on for him. So that's the conflict that's set up. Um, and I just thought it was, it was a little bit inspired by um, Alfred Hitchcock's a Thief*. Um, yes, I... but which is why I called it *To Love a Thief*. There's several sort of
0: homages
1: Wait. in the book. Um, the first being the the title. This which was, was Cary Grant. The Love I think of of just
0: on, I, I watch a lot of the old movies. Uh, Cary Grant, right? Oh, was in that one? Yeah, Cary Grant and Greg yeah. Kelly. Yeah. So it's it's quite fun. It's quite a great fun. Couple. And,
1: and so, but there are several homages in the thing. And I would tell people, because um, one of my readers who was is, who is doing an arc reach, she said, I've looked at this, this Pager Hogson. I can't find him anywhere. Blah, 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 blah. And I said, yeah, I'm, he doesn't exist. <laughs> I said, he does exist in a single episode of Midsummer Murders. I was trying to think, well, who, what artist should I pick that? And I thought, oh, God, just pick, pick Hogson from Midsummer Murder. So I did.
0: Do you watch so a lot of I old love movies?
1: That show. Do you watch old movies? I watch a lot of old I'm, I'm, I'm a real Alfred Hitchcock fan. So I watch one okay? of old movies. Midsummer Murders is on PBS, and it takes place in England. And I just, it's this it's a police procedural, but not really. And I really enjoy the very fun, they have the most creative ways of killing people. And so I, I, so I, I like that. There's a couple of different homages, and I, and I said this in my newsletter. If you guys, when you read the book, you're going to see things and think, that's her. You know, there are little tidbits here and there. That's one of the things I love to do is put what they call Easter eggs in my books, either leading you back to another book or leading you to a book in the future. And I will have oh, that's
0: good, that's readers good. That's who
1: who write me and say, okay, is this book coming out? When you said this, is this a new book? When is it coming out? I want to know. (laughs) So I tell them. I mean, that's the thing. The other thing is um, never divorce yourself from your readers. If your readers write you, they don't want to hear from your PA or your best friend, or they want to hear from you. They asked you a question. Um I would well that's what an hap- that's what happened. See
0: I tried to do that, I tried to do that, and so I had to stop it because I had to do it myself because I do not like anybody talking for me I can't it's just how I am uh, you know uh i I like I, I to do it like even in, re- in real life, I do not like people talking for me i you because, know, like sometimes I don't know what decision I'm going to make till I get to that part in life whatever it's me. So don't make a decision for me. Don't put words in my mouth because it's me. I totally agree with you. And so that is the best way to do it because that's why when I do this again, I couldn't do it before. It didn't work for me because as soon as I saw the post, I went, I can't do this. It's not my word. Yeah, no. That's not how I talk. So I get that. I I I have people who will send me a private
1: message and I answer them. And they're like, oh, yep, my God, I it's really too. you. And it's like, well, who the hell else would it be? And, yeah, and then the they same. tell me, <laughs> yeah. well, because a lot of <laughs> yeah. people are that way. You know, I'm sorry. Oh, if yeah. somebody takes the time to write me yeah. or send me an email, I'm going to talk to them.
0: Me you too. I, me too, definitely. You know, and a lot of times people, you know, when they come on my show, a lot of times, you know, I want to talk to them first because I want to see, I want them to know who I am. So I don't want them to sure. be nervous. Before they're on, I talked to you before, and then I, then when I talk to people before, I know if they can be on the show alone or they need to have a few people with them because not everybody can just talk, you know. So I do I, talk I to them, a, and I I I think it's important. And a lot of times I don't, and I don't like when I don't. But I think a lot of times yeah, I have people a, don't do that, and I have I think another it's podcast that talk.
1: I do um, with two gals, and. Um, mm-hmm. Really nice girls. I like them both. And one day one of them was feeling really, really under the weather, and she said, oh, I think we're going to have to cancel tonight's podcast. I just, I don't have it in me. And, and her partner looked at her and she said, it's Delta. All we have to do is introduce yeah. it. And she'll laugh. Right, right. So we just need to get out of her way. And, you know, and I, I laughed and I said, are you trying to tell me I'm nothing? She said, no, I'm trying to tell you you're a fun guest and our, and right. our viewers like you because they can talk right. to you. She says, she goes, right, sometimes exactly. people ask questions, and I think, you can't answer, you can't ask her that. She says, and yeah. then you answer them. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God.
0: Yeah. And I really right. am
1: that way. I tell people, you can ask me anything. No, you so are. I, I know, this. you are, you
0: are. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and I think it's important. You know, listen, but some people, though, can't. So you, you know who can't you know, they and just who can't. could. You know, they just can't. It's just not, you know, just not who they are. But it does... You know, because when people come on the air, I still remember fifteen years ago when I went on somebody's show, I was a wreck. Okay. I was, and I like to talk. I just didn't know what it was. They didn't even know what podcasts were when I started. People would say, What is it? I didn't yeah. you know, I didn't even hear it. And then I was nervous. So I remember what I felt like and I still tell people even the first five minutes oh, of yeah, my show. So fun to do. No thanks, but I'm worried. Yeah. First five minutes, I'm going. Can I do this? And people would say, well, "What if you have like a moment where nobody's talking?" I go, "Trust me, it's not going to happen." <laughs> that's just yeah. who I am. The same as you. So, but there's not everybody's not like that. But I think being on podcasts, people know who you are, and that's why when you do your live, that they see you. This is yeah. who you are. They know
1: who I am. They know, you know, they know what I what I do, how I look, what I'm what I'm up to. And that's the thing, you know. I get people um, who ask me all the time, and they will ask me questions about dog care, and they'll ask me about horses, and they'll ask me about interior right. decorating, and they'll ask me about—and sometimes we're able to say, "You don't—you're an author. <laughs> why do they ask you
0: these things?" know so, <laughs> you're generous. I, you're answer. generous to authors. You're very generous to authors. You're very successful, <laughs> and you're very generous, and that doesn't always make. That is not how all people are. So you are. And and that's what's important because people are listening to a person that has succeeded, but it's not just one, two, three.
1: No, and one of the things I say is I've been very lucky, but I've also worked my ass off. You know, when people say, uh, you know, I'll say, how how many hours a day do you write? Two. Okay, I write ten. Yeah, You know, I mean,
0: well, that doesn't mean I'm better you than you or anything else
1: but you can't compare the two. How do you
0: exactly. think you get to 100 I mean, books?
1: Exactly. You just keep you writing. Write you don't, again, you put the blinders on and you just write the next book. You don't think about, oh, this is book 76. I just put the blinders on and keep going. Oh um, and there are times I don't want to. I just don't want I don't, to. I don't feel like it or I'm feeling whatever. No. But, again, it's my job. And, right. you know, I sort of say to myself, if you were still working for corporate America, would you call in sick? And the answer no. is right.
0: no. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: you know, I may not be as productive that day, because I do think being creative takes more energy.
0: But I get something done. Right. It does. It does take, I it, guarantee it. You. It does. You know, there are some days when you're, you know, after you, write, I mean, because let's face it, if you're writing and you're in a scene, you're you're busy because you're in that scene. You're, you're doing it. You're not like, you know, doing somebody else doing it. You're right in there. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm right there, I, you know, because I, I see it when I'm writing it, you know. And so you're tired. It's like you've been busy well, all day. Crystal Well,
1: Crystal always tell people she knows when I've gone, we call it down the rabbit hole, because she can talk to me and realize <laughs> I don't even hear her. I'm not even there. Right. And there are times Renee will be trying to get a hold of me. She'll phone or yeah. She'll message me. And finally she ends up in, Contacted Chris. I'm going. Would you go poker and tell her I need to ask or something? Because I get so focused <laughs> on what yeah. I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I, I truly don't know what else is going on.
0: Right, and that, that, but that's why you're that's why you have a hundredth book. You didn't. Just, it have just fun. didn't pop from the air. Yes, and that's the other thing. Well, and you're passionate about it, and you love it. So I think that that matters, you know. And you're doing do it too. for all those reasons. And you love your readers, you love talking to people, and that matters. I think it does, yeah. you know. I mean, it all comes yeah. hand in hand. So, why? Well, I have your, um, well, I have it right on the page, you know, on the show page. Uh, Delta's um, website is there, so, and you can find all her books, and, you know, and so I, on yours, you have it over 18. You know, how does that work, though? I mean, do, what if they're not over eighteen? Over eight? did they did, Does anybody know when they click that well, they're over I mean, eighteen? Yeah, you, you just... can
1: lie to me. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna check up on you and find out. You know. Right. But the thing <laughs> is, is that the laws in this country are pretty strict about eighteen year olds. That's kind of the
0: yeah, yeah.
1: legal age for a lot of stuff. I, I once yeah. had. Well, when I was writing one of my first books, I had an underage couple. They were in high school, and yeah. my publisher said you can't do that. And I'm like. Why not? And he said, because they aren't 18. I said, you don't seriously believe that kids in high school aren't fooling around, do you? And he goes, no, I don't believe that. But I can tell you we can't publish it or else they will call it pornography. And they'll call it child pornography. And they'll arrest both of us. And I'm like, okay, good good to know.
0: Dude, this is not good. (laughs)
1: Good. You know, know, we ask the question, if somebody chooses to lie, there's there's not a lot I can do about that.
0: Right, but that's a warning. So that that's to. a good. Th- that's a good thing. That yeah, I just wondered how that worked, you know, <laughs> because that's. I know, you know that I was, very, well, I was. like fifteen when I started,
1: fourteen or fifteen
0: when I started reading reading TV novels. So I wasn't eighteen either. Um, and no, I, I wasn't either. My gra- my grandma introduced me. She used to read all these magazines, those uh, special mag, you know, the love magazines, all these things. So I whatever I started very young. Sometimes she would come over and we had books, you know, and she would read, you know, Harold Robbins, all those people, and I read them too. <laughs> what can I tell you? Yeah. You know, but, you know, nowadays it's very different because, you know, there's so much on TV, It's so much exposure of everything, you know, it at is. a very early age, and very early. It
1: is, and it's, it's, it's you know, I, I've had, once or twice I've had, Somebody write me and tell me I write smut and I write corn and this and that and I'm like, No, I don't, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. I was in a right. writer I was in a writer's group one time and this woman had very officious she'd been writing her novel for three years. Again, there's nothing wrong with that. Nobody had ever right. read any of it. She'd never submitted it anywhere. And she sort mm-hmm. of drew herself up like a very very pointy toity and looked down her nose at me, literally mm-hmm. and said yep. Why is it you write that much? And I uh, smiled at her mm-hmm. sweetly,
0: and I said, because it sells. Right. Yeah. And she it just, does sell. That's, she it, had it, nothing listen, to say that to That's you. just how it is. It sells. You know. And let's just face it. You're right about one thing. Look, I mean, it's very nice to say, you, you know, you write this kind of book or that kind of book, and it doesn't sell that much. But these books sell, and that's life. And that means there's audience for it, and then they enjoy it.
1: That's it. The People thing is, like it. I I write what I wanna read. At the right. end of the day, that's what I write. I write what I wanna read. And well, I guess don't guess like what? I I can get stops at the door fades to black. I don't like to read those. I'm like, seriously? You got yeah. me here into nothing? I get no payouts No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you know, for some people that's fine. Yeah. But it isn't what I wanna read. So I don't write it. Yeah. You
0: and know, look at it and um, you're doing very well at it and people love it and this is the way it is, you know, and so I wish you yeah. luck on this book because I'm sure it'll be, I mean, you've been promoting it, and this is great. You promote great. You have a great team, but you also do. write well. So, you know, and you enjoy you. it. That's number one. And I hope you come I back do. soon. Anytime. You know, you could come yeah. back anytime. You, you know, me now, I, so I always is, tell you, yes. if somebody flights on you, 30 minutes notice, I'm your girl. <laughs> I You could come on anytime. If you feel like coming out, just let me know. Because I'm fine. With it. I you will. Know, honestly, so. you're you're. This is how you get to be successful. Because you're nice to your readers; they like you, and that matters. It does. It does. So, and I think I that, see if like are some authors wanting to know readers, how to get appalled. successful. Right. You have to talk to your readers and care about them. You know, and not just expect and listen them to, to what they have buy. to say. Yes. You know. Yeah, I, I I think a newsletter is a good thing to do, and so, and I think you're. I, will, I I agree with you on everything you said, especially the fact that you need to be the one writing it because that's who you yeah. are. So I, I think will that's um,
1: send you. I will send you a link if you want um, yeah. for the newsletter sign up. But I will also send you the link to the preview that we put okay. out so people just want to see it without having to commit to it. Okay,
0: I'll share it. I'll share it. I'll okay. share it. You know and. I, and anybody that's listening, I'm going to rechange my Facebook page. I don't know. I, I think I might just get rid of it and start all over again because I just, it's so confusing. I have too many pages, which I said before, and I think you cannot talk to anybody at Facebook. So anytime you ask a question on Facebook, it takes you to another question and another question. Yeah. And you, you can't. So I think my only answer is because I have a lot of people that are on one page, but I, do not like the way it's going, so I'm going to just revamp. You know what the hell, yep. right? <laughs> you I, I am a big believer in towards. if it isn't working, stop
1: doing it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I don't know these people anymore, and I mean I've been doing this for so long, and I think because Facebook doesn't share like they used to. I don't have any idea, so I'm going to go through this because I promised myself I would, and I'm going to. But I, I'm going to take your advice on a lot of it because I—I I mean, you give great advice to authors, and I'm hoping when they're listening, they take it because it works for you. It, you may have to, you know, do it a little tweak for yourself, but these are the things yes. that work. You're successful. Yeah, it, this is what we all hope for. Yeah, I'm
1: very, like I said, I'm very, very lucky. I worked very, very hard for it. I mean, all of that. But, yeah, I mean, it's not – I entertain people, and that's a great way to make a living. You know, somebody right. asked me about writing the Great American Novel, and I was like, no, I don't write the Great American Novel. I don't right. want to read the Great
0: American Novel. And the only thing about the Great American Novel, the person that writes it doesn't know that it's going to be the Great American Novel. They found out. They find out – they never find out sometimes because they're already gone. Yeah, usually they so find out after not... they're dead. exactly. <laughs> And what good is that? Oh, my God. Unless we come back, you know, that's a whole other conversation. All right. So take care. Thank you so much. You're welcome anytime to come on. All right, everybody have a good day. Okay, thanks,
1: thanks, Marsha. I'll talk to you later.
0: Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.